Tell you good 
bobbledy bobbledy bop we are back we are back we are back shout out to the confident intelligent and assertive men out there the cia one love to the feminine beautiful inspirational ladies fbi how we doing everybody's good in the house and the house is packed oh what a day it's been huh what a day it's been apparently we are getting ready to join into spring into spring the last few days of winter are around uh and as such some of the, the weather has been crazy here in atlanta candle of the evening from uh hotel one the candle from hotel one uh, where i'll be uh in not too long i'll be back in new york city brooklyn in the house damn right uh that's their candle so on this on the schedule we got we're in Miami next week or actually my birthday week so we're in Miami from like the 11th through the 18th and then uh, keep your keep your eyes tuned to Miami and New York City the second week of April the takeover the second week of New York oh my God we it's going to change the game. So, candle of the evening. Um, the one, Hotel Edition Brooklyn. Fragrance of the day. Let's do them this way. This line is called Parfums de Mali. Parfums de Mali. And this one right here, Leighton. When this fragrance came out, it stopped traffic. When I would go to uh, Oklahoma City Thunder Games, I'd be sitting around wearing this. <sighs> that guayac wood, that lavender, that green apple. Man, I could not tell you how many people stopped me. I was in an interview, and the interviewer stopped me and asked me, what are you wearing? I was wearing that. And you would think it couldn't get much better, but oh, but oh, but oh, but oh. Yes, it did. They came along with something called Layton Exclusive, which is everything I like about the original Layton with caramel, oud, tonka. It is so freaking good. Uh, Pop Bombs de Mali fragrances between Pegasus and Layton, between Pegasus exclusive and Layton exclusive. If you like gourmand-like fragrances, if you like those, you know, sexy time fragrances, if you just want to smell like a, a, a sexy stallion, rock those. That's what we're wearing. We're wearing Layton and Layton exclusive. Now, it is good for the cooler months, so get it in while you can. People say Layton is fire. Uh, also got another review coming up on the latest one from Givenchy. Givenchy. Givenchy has one called Reserve Privé. Man. <laughs> Shout out to Big Beard Business. He put me up on that one, so we'll be talking about that later on. But okay. How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Camera three. Camera two. Camera one. Let's get on camera three. Modern women. Modern women, modern women. Ladies, 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 ladies. 
Your Godfather is doing something different in 2022. It is about expanding the conversation. You guys will see me out and about having conversations with people. Um, my uh, interaction that I had with Jessica Wong premiered. Then you guys saw me out in Las Vegas with none other than mediocre tutorials and reviews. The next portion for the lead attorney is going to be dropping. I'm going down to Miami to interview another power player or two. But behind the scenes, is, it's getting exciting. I'm doing what I call focus groups. And behind the scenes, I'm talking to women who they got professional lives. And they got something to say about the conversation, too, but they don't want to risk the comment section. I mean, the comment section on anybody's channel is brutal. And you guys need to know content creators cannot be responsible for the comment section. I mean, the comment section is a coliseum. So that's why, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, and it's that's it's the same way anywhere it goes. But I want to get women in the conversation, because just like when I was talking to the lovely Jessica Wong, you we are going to have to talk to women who are on a different side of the conversation and we're going to have to tackle the issues one at a one. So here's the thing. If all you want to see is carnage and bloodshed or whatever, whatever. Look, we're past that part of the game. And if you already know all the talking points and everything else. This content is supposed to evolve and it goes from being a niche to getting broader acceptability and talking about it in ways that actually change something. I didn't get up here and go through all the stuff I've gone through in the last year and so just to have everything stay the same. So when I walk out in the world and I see men saying, thank you, man, appreciate everything you do. You change you change this for me or that for me. And then when I'm starting to see women who believe the same stuff that we were taught to believe growing up, challenging what they think. This is a good thing. Like my pre-recorded. There are no feminists. In war zones. You better believe it. There are no feminists in war zones. All that feminism crap goes right out of the window when. All right, we're back. Um, I forgot to change one of the settings and it was going to it was going to cause problems later on down the line. So sometimes you got to get your bud nippers out and nip things in the bud. We are back. Look, there are no feminists in war zones and the Ukraine and Russia conflict. You got women. You got folks over there who were. You know, if it says male on your passport, you got to stay. And when I said feminism is a first world choice, a lot of women laughed and <coughs> yeah, put in real time. That's the that's the truth. Put in real time. So let's get it going. Appreciate you guys. Let's get it up. Let's see. Shout out to, to Rasheed Brown. Jonathan Ruff, shout out to T2 here in New York, waiting on the Godfather. Appreciate it, my friend. Yeah, man, New York City, New York City is going to be off the chain. If y'all thought the uh, old school classic sex in the city was something, you ain't seen nothing until we do the takeover. Maybe the wait's over. K-hover. 
<laughs> All right, enough joking, enough joking. Guys, keep the likes up because if we don't do it, you know what's going to happen. We don't want to hear that. Keep the likes up. Modern women. Modern women. Wow, 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 wow. Modern women. This one thing is laughable in re- when it comes to modern women. Ladies, you are so, when you ask women about relationships and things, what do women say? Well, I would, I would not be so afraid of relationships or when women end marriages or anytime a, when a relationship is over, women always talk about, women tend to talk about infidelity and abuse as if those, as if they don't do anything wrong. Let's talk about infidelity, cheating, because this is what so many women seem to be super preoccupied with. They want men to be loyal. They want men to stay home. They want men to not stray. Ladies in the audience, I got a question for you. What do you think men, when men do decide to step out on you, what, what are they, what are they, what are they stepping out on you for? What are they stepping out on you for? And most women will say because of sex. Bull crap. Women are cheating. I mean, men are cheating on their lady because they're in search of one thing before anything else. They are in search of femininity. Shout out to Eric Benet. Touch you, let me feel your femininity. Modern men, men today, are looking for the thing that is in in short supply with women today, and that's femininity. You got education. You got a job. You got your own money. Sex is easier. Sex is uh, premarital sex is not taboo. Hell. You will even have men today who are looking at women saying, why do I need to marry you if I can go ahead and just go half on a baby with you? Because you're going to end up illing out and tripping anyway, so I'll go ahead and get my kids out of the way. Ladies, do you not realize that there's a marriage is becoming a more and more and more elite institution? Because there has to be more than just sex and legacy for men to get married today in the West. Because men don't want to get married if women aren't going to stay. But it's also in how they stay. What is the thing that is in the shortest supply today amongst modern women? What is the thing that's in the shortest supply today amongst modern women? It's laugh. It's it's today. I'll take this down because it's screwing up things. We'll put it back. I forgot to keep the autofocus on. You know the thing that's in shortest supply today amongst modern women? Femininity. Shout out to all the chameleons. Shout out to all the rebels. Shout out to all the doppelgangers. That's right. Because today we have so many women who have perfected the art of being a chameleon, camouflage, to where men have to wait months to see if you really are fem- if you really have femininity. I was listening to a conversation, and 
shout out to Logic, man. I'm going to just say I was listening to Logic and he was telling these folks, they were sitting back talking about you. You mean you can't determine whether or not a woman is feminine inside the first four hours? Hell fucking no. You can't determine whether or not a woman is feminine inside the first hour. Four hours? Four hours? You need 40 days minimum to determine whether or not that woman is truly feminine. Because just like a chameleon who has evolved to change their colors to survive in the neighborhood, modern women have survived by changing what femininity looks like. They can act like anything for a short period of time. Modern mystique, mystique. Remember I talked called her mystique? What did I call her? What, did I, what was it? The mystique, the scroll? They're mystique scrolls. Shout out to the black nerds. They're the mystique scrolls. You don't need, you cannot determine whether or not a woman is truly feminine in four hours. It is a pattern of behavior over time and situations. 40 days, 40 nights to determine. That's the starting point. It takes 40 days and 40 nights to determine if that woman is truly feminine. Because I will tell you, I meet women world, countrywide who look feminine, who appear feminine, who wear dresses and speak the king's English and this, that, such and so forth. But when it comes right down to it, they are masculine as French toast in the way they move. You know how you want to know if a woman is truly feminine? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because I, I, I was sitting back and I was going to talk about this subject anyway, because I do my research. I do my research and there's something called new femininity. New femininity is about, and here's the thing that came out. New femininity is about, um, let's put it this way. New femininity is about having a combination of both soft and strong attributes. Wrong. The modern woman has the balance of being able to show a soft and supportive side while at the same time demonstrating strengths. She's resilient and knows what she wants and speaks her mind. Independent, loyal, confident, ambitious. Say hello to the new modern femininity. I want you guys to understand how at odds this is with modern day, with what men want. What, what, what do I say? Men confident, intelligent, and assertive, right? Look at this. Independent, loyal, confident, and ambitious. Confident, intelligent, and assertive. This is LCIA. And they're calling it the new modern femininity. 2018 is the year of the woman and the study redefining modern femininity makes us prouder than ever to be fully fledged members of the sisterhood. When it comes to the battle of the sexes, we come, we come up trumps, not, not that we're biased or anything. And it seems the world is really recognizing just how awesome modern woman really is. No, it really isn't because no one's buying you. Buy, buying women means marrying them. They'll have sex with you. But now you got, even, you got men in Ukraine want women to stay back and fight because you're, you're equal, right? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh-uh. Long gone are the days of the piggish views about women belonging in the kitchen. We are now CEOs. Not really. Not in any large numbers. Lawyers, astronauts, doctors, politicians, pilots, and engineers. 
Now, the funny thing is, when they write about these things, they put women in all, in all these science, technology, engineering, and math-related things. But in the real world, when women are left to choose, they don't choose to be pilots and engineers and astronauts or doctors or lawyers. But anyway, there's no limit to our fabulousness. In a new survey carried out about always seems that modern women are all about equality until it's wartime. And we are happy to pay for our own dinner. Thanks. Yet one in three women surveyed admit to going out with men they were, had no sexual attraction to and knew that they weren't going to sleep with them or go anywhere just for the free meal. See, this is why platforms like mine are so critical to counter these rosy the river to bullcrap narratives. And if we've got something to say, we'll do just that. Good. You'll say just that and you will be alone in your truth. You would be alone in your truth because don't nobody want to hear you talk about how great and fabulous you are when men still build the world and men still have to defend it. The Destiny's Child quote, the shoes on my feet, I bought them, but you didn't make them and you can't. The clothes I'm wearing, I bought it. Thank the men who made the modern economy and gave you employment so you could make the money to buy the shoes you can't make. The rock I'm rocking, I bought it. Yeah, but you can't mine for it. Everything that modern women do comes down to what you can French toast ass buy, but you cannot buy femininity. You can buy the look, shoes, clothes, rock. You can buy the makeup, the hair. But this is one thing that is becoming even more. I said 2022 is the year of the chameleon. 2022 is, the, I said it in the last part of 2021, these, we got so many women in these spaces learning how to manipulate and trick men because they're listening to these talking points. But gentlemen, understand, you are looking for two things with a woman above all else, mindset and femininity. And if her mindset is not one of giving and affection, she is not feminine. And this confuses a lot of men because you can look at women who are beautiful and they look like girls. They talk in a soft voice, but they are masculine as hell in their emotions. Tell me I'm not talking. I know what I'm talking about. Over 50% of those surveys suggested that the old definition of femininity used to be being respectful and softly spoken, but that has changed drastically. And 46% of women defined femininity today as being independent and loyal. And further, 40% described feminine attributes as being confident and graceful. After uh, and further, 76% of Irish women described us as independent, while 72% independent independent. I was listening to uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra and because I'm going to do a, a, a show on Sierra's prayer and the folly of it. You know, I don't have anything in particular against Sierra and Russell Wilson, but what I do have an issue with is women in this Sierra's prayer. I keep, being, I keep being told all the time that I have so much influence, but I want to understand what influence 
you ladies have and what you're telling women that it's okay to go out and do what you want to do, make a baby, make a baby, and then expect to find a Russell. Hell no. And then <laughs> he's talking about the five things that he wanted that he must have, and one of them that he needed to have a woman that was independent. Shit. The new femininity, look, ladies, understand something. There is no such thing as new femininity. Femininity is what it always has been and it's the reason men cheat today. It's not because you aren't as freaky in the bedroom as he wants. It's not because he can't get it as much as he wants to. Men are cheating with men are cheating with women. I almost said the girl word, but I didn't want that to be mistaken. Men are cheating with women who provide the GFE. The girlfriend experience. When I talk to men who I know who are uh, having relationships outside of their primary relationship, overwhelmingly they say, I love my woman, I love my wife, but my girlfriend treats me better. My girlfriend understands how I like to, because the girlfriend can just be the girlfriend. The wife is listening to all this other crap. Femininity. This is why feminine, beautiful, and inspirational. You can be feminine and lack femininity. Oh, shit. Let's get to it. How many times do I meet women here in Atlanta? Go to Spelman. Go to Clark. Go to Georgia Tech. They look incredible. They look the part. They work out. They eat well. They're healthy. Uh, beautifully put together. They are over here in Buckhead or shops at Buckhead. They know all the spaces and places. And you sit down and they they look the part and they cross their legs and they have their little Saint Laurent or their Chanel bag. Or that you sit there and talk to them and you talk to them and you talk to them. Uh huh. And you're like, man, she's feminine. Well, in comparison to. If your man be, if your man cheat on her, beat his ass, she's feminine in comparison to that. But does she possess femininity? If she's over 30, the answer is likely no. Because it is damn near impossible to have a woman who's pretty, beautiful, gorgeous, even cute, childless who possesses femininity, and she's still single. So some people call them chameleons, but I'm going to go back to what we called about before anything. Before there was the word chameleon or rebel, there was the word, uh, shout out to my, um, who are my Dungeons and Dragons guys? Because over, over here, over here, we, we're going to make, you know, I've always said I'm probably one of the coolest nerds you know. Doppel, doppelganger, doppelganger, uh-uh, doppelganger. The apparition, an apparition or a double of a living person. What exactly is a doppelganger? A wraith or an apparition of a living person as distinguished from a ghost. The concept is an existence of a spirit double. 
an exact but usually invisible replica of every man, bird. So what's a doppelganger? This is why you can sit in front of women who can look the part. But it takes time to really understand if she has true femininity. And true femininity is only becomes apparent when hard choices must be made. Women can be feminine for short periods of time. They're like cheetahs. But over a long period of time, the trend starts to show. Let something happen with one of their friends, her female friends. Let something happen to at her job. Let something pressure. Pressure shows femininity. And when pressure is applied to false feminine women, false femininity women, doppelgangers, the real them steps up. I cannot tell you how many times I've been talking to a woman, vetting a woman, and things are going okay until we talk about something where pressure happens. And then boom, there it is. It's like, oh, there it is. There it is right there. It's like, well, I was wondering why you're over 28, beautiful and unmarried. There it is. Pressure. Pressure. Because under pressure, truly, women with femininity relax. They don't attack. But under pressure, truly, women, feminine women or women with femininity, they go into survival mode. Outcomes the uh, I want I want to give you guys an example. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. I want to give you guys a good example. Ross, oh, Ross, oh. Here she is. That's who she is. This is the woman you must watch out for. Talia, Talia, Talia Al Ghul. What did she do? Batman was down with Bane saying, tell me this, tell me that. And here comes Talia Al Ghul. And what did she do? She takes a blade and sticks it in between Batman's ribs. He wasn't even looking because he was so convinced that Bane was it, but it was her. We knew all along. She was always around. There were tips all along. And how do you determine whether or not a woman is truly feminine, has true femininity? You must have a measuring stick. You must measure her. You must measure her against women who've been feminine across the board. Feminine in hard times and, and good times and bad times, full or flush, up or down. Truly feminine women are just as consistent 
as truly masculine men. Remember when I said one of the big reasons why I failed in my relationships is inconsistency, like so many single re- so so many single mother raised men are. So we have to make consistency front of mind. There's a converse. Femininity is strictly consistency. This is why this variable femininity, conditional femininity, is a joke. I'll be feminine for the right man. No. Leave her. But see, those women are easier to spot. But when you got women who can look the part, when you got women who can look the part, Talia is the daughter of Ra, the main, vil- the main villain. She can look the part. She can go into the places where other women can't go and she can get close enough to you. She can get close enough to you to deal that death blow. You better pay attention. Modern women. So why has this become laughable? The level of femininity with modern women today is laughable. If I had to say of 100% of modern women, out of 100% of modern women, I would say that finding a, a truly feminine woman is damn near, is almost as rare as find well in the West, in the West, in particular in the West. I would say there are probably twice as many feminine women as there are high value men. I would say there probably is a two to one, maybe two to one, maybe three to one. What is that saying? Well, if women are wanting men in the top, women don't like it where men say they're better than women, but then women actively go for men who are best. Women, like I said, don't want it. I don't like it when men say they're better and superior, but you go for superior men. Women go for superior men, but don't like it when men understand they're superior. All right. Well, if you want men in the top 10, 15 percent, men want women in the top 20 to 30 percent. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about men having to get in the top 20 to 15, to 10, to 5, to 3, the top 20% of men and the top 30% of women. That means 70 to 80% of all men and women are locked out. You either get in the group or not. I can't be concerned with whether you're in the group or not. Just like women are trying to get men to readjust what men find attractive. No, men find attractive what they find attractive. There is no way men are going to accept body positivity. They just will not do it because they don't have to. So you ladies can write all you can, you can, you can try to shame it. You can do whatever, whatever. But when men go to vote, when men go to vote, they're voting for what they want. They want thinner women, Fit women, and because that's a part of femininity. The Bradley effect posits that inaccurate polls are skewed by a phenomenon 
uh, causing social desirability bias. Specifically, voters give inaccurate polling responses for fear by stating their true preference. They will open themselves up to criticism. This is what's going on with body positivity, the Bradley effect. Men are not openly saying what they want for fear of opening themselves up to criticism. But make no mistake, ladies. Men do not want women that weigh more than they do. Men do not want women who are masculine, who are hard, who turn their femininity on and off. And if you have a man who has options and you have variable conditional femininity, he will cheat. I know that's going to cause a lot of people issue. What do you mean he's going to cheat? He's going to go find the he's going to go find a girlfriend. Yep. Just like you got guys, just like women, you you know, just like because men have learned from y'all. A lot of men have watched women sit back and entertain flirtations and emotional. Uh, connection with men they're not involved that's not normally what men do but when men do not have femininity it's a thirst and when men run into women that are truly feminine it's well it's not a thirst it's an they have to drink They'll, they will keep feminine women around because they can't get it from you now, why won't you give men the softness and femininity that they want? If you know men desire it and you want men to not cheat and stray, uh, give them the girlfriend experience. Understand what his ego eats. And, oh, but today, submission has become a dirty word. So many women are trying to get men to accept less while asking for more. And because of the Bradley effect, men are just saying, okay. But these are the kind of things I'm going to be fleshing out when I do the focus groups. And the focus groups, I'm going to do them countrywide. I'm going to do them in Atlanta. I'm doing them in New York City. I'm going to do them in Beverly Hills. I'm going to do them in some part of Texas. Um, I may even do them in Miami. But the point is, I'll be sitting front. I'll be sitting in the, in, in the camera will be on me. And there'll be like an audience. I'll be talking to the women, but the women, as attractive as an accomplished that they will be, they are not going to be the focus. The focus is going to be on the mindsets. I'm also going to have a uh, co-host to go do these things with. Because me just talking to a bunch of women and interrogating the position doesn't really get us anywhere. See, we're at a point now to where the gender war is over, but we don't know how to win the peace. So now it's still like, well, we, we stopped fighting, but we haven't started getting together because how, how, do, how do we do this? 
And honest, and what it comes right down to is uh, communication and honesty. My my question is this, ladies, do you want a man who is special? Special men require femininity, and a lot of ladies will say they don't want a high value man. I want a medium value man. Medium value men, or uh, that's just another way of saying. I want men to settle. Do you, is your femininity laughable? Hold on, let's do this. Uh, we're going to open the, open the call, open the chat room for a second. I want to also respond to a few things in the chat room. Come on, folks. Like I told, uh, like I said to, to, to Jess, modern mothers have prepared their daughters to be independent. Independent. Independent of what, though? Oh, man, come on, man. We're going to have to get, no, 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 no. We're going to have to get the, hit the super chat button. Nope, we got several people that, have, that donated. I appreciate that. Shout out to A Free. Shout out to Demetrius Coleman, but no, uh-uh. No, man, get him up. Y'all want, no, 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 no. Y'all want this information out there? Y'all want to see the content continue to evolve and grow? Y'all in there talking to one another? That's cool. But if, if this is the first time, if, you've been, if you haven't donated, make this the first time you donate and support this kind of stuff. Because here's the bottom line. This is media. This is media. And if you want to have conversations and interactions that support your point of view and what you want to have happen, you have to fund it. Women have no problem putting hundreds of millions or billions of dollars behind what they want. Men, you better get comfortable with the fact. You want media on your side, you're going to have to build it. And you can't sit back and say, hey, A-Free did it. A-Free is always doing it. When are you going to do it? I was talking to somebody the other day and I was saying, you know what? I know there's a woman right now. She produces one or two videos a month. She has 4,000 patrons. 4,000. And this is a big problem, gentlemen. Not a problem. This is, a, this is an opportunity area. You want to know why men are getting the shorter end of the stick because we won't put our money where our mouth is. We're going, you, have to, you have to fund your causes in media to control your image and then also in the in the world this is why if you want change to happen you don't have to outspend women but you're going to have to understand that it is in your best interest to build an economy when people start seeing that they can make money with men companies will run towards that this is not about being right all the time. This is about winning. If you want to be right in a, in a niche and alone, God bless you. I want to win. All right, let's do this. Let's open the call line. Ladies, would you go to a feminine? Ladies, all, and all, all joking aside, 
All, all joking aside, modern women. Okay, let's just say you disagree with my tone and my delivery, but you want an outcome. Forget how you feel about the messenger. You went to you went to college uh, to get your. I'm a PhD. You went to college to get that degree. Would you be willing to go to school to become a woman? Would you be willing to go to school to become the kind of woman? The men, the kind of men you want, want. If men were, if men were saying, "I'm only going to marry women who have an associates in femininity," and associates in femininity, I'm not going to date a woman who does not have an associates in femininity. Would you get an associates in femininity? You have to go to school. You have to read. You have to do your homework. You have to go to lab. You have to do experiments. You got to do it all. You got to have a cookbook. I don't cook- need a cookbook. And then you must graduate. A minimum of an associate's, preferably a bachelor's. But I'm giving a woman an associate's because it's a two-year program. So that's even at 28, even at 25 years old, you could get it done by 27. And guess what? You get credit for being in there. I don't want to make it a four-year program, but at least a two-year. Would you be willing to go to school to get a, and a because men are not men are not going to go back to the way it was. I hear people talking about well, I just I'll be so glad when he's finished and talking with his stuff, and then we can go back. What they want to cancel me and guys like me for what? They, a lot of women honestly think that things are going to go back to being the way they were. They'll never go back. The global illness happened. Average at best happened. It's out. It's never going to go back. You either adapt or die. It's only going to speed up. This country is about to be flooded with women from Ukraine. Like it or not, Eastern European and Asian women are some of the most sought after women on the marriage market, on the matchmaking market. What are you going to do, ladies? You know how many men I know? You know how many, you know how many Darrens and Tyrones I know who have, who were Svetlana and Luba? Y'all worried about Maria. Y'all better be worried about Natasha. Recording in progress. And my thing is, like I was talking to Jess, she's like, I love to hear when a black man says he, he black women are the first choice. Uh-uh. I want to see black women saying that, I want to see black women saying that black men are their first choice by showing your associates in femininity. I don't, we don't want to hear nothing. We want to see your diploma. We want to see your diploma. Associates in femininity from Spelman. Associates in femininity from UT Austin. Associates in femininity from UGA. Associates in femininity 
from Stanford, from Berkeley, from NYU, Rutgers, University of Illinois, University of Oregon. We want to see you pledge this, the femininity sorority. I'm going to come up with a name. Femininity FBI. Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Epsilon, Zeta. What is Phi? Phi, Beta, Iota. Phi, Beta, Iota. Phi, Beta, Iota. Feminine, beautiful, inspirational. We want to see your associates in femininity and you and what year you cross Phi, Beta, Iota. Well, you're on the spring line or the fall line. You you got a master's? You got a you got a, you got a bachelor's in femininity? Uh oh, you may get you a top ten percent. You got to get you at least a, 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 an associate's in femininity to get an above average man. If you want a man who's in the top twenty percent and above average man, you got to have at least an associate's in femininity. If you want a high value man, you got to have at least a bachelor's, at least a bachelor to be in the conversation. But if you got an MBA or a master's or a PhD in femininity, oh, look at them. They, they mad at me now because they understand the value of education. They understand that they, one thing that women do understand is this degree system. And they're like, I got to have a, a PhD? That's eight years. Well, it's eight years for a lifetime. Ladies. Ladies, would you be willing to go to school to learn how to be a woman? Would you be willing to go to school to learn how to be a uh, to learn how to be a woman? Ladies, would you go to school to learn how to be a feminine woman? Yes, no. Could you imagine if we had, you know, Professor Emer Professor Emeritus, Sister Shaharazad Ali, she's like, you know, the principal. She's like the she's like the she's the chancellor. Then you have women coming in, and you can even have like, you know, uh remote professors. You can even have like pink book lessons remoting in and having like courses. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, get you a whole school. Could you imagine how dope that campus would be? If you had a campus full of women going to school to get a four-year degree in femininity, could you imagine the kind of men that would be sitting going around that campus? Because I'm going to tell you, in Oklahoma, Norman, Norman, the entire community, the entire city is around the University of Oklahoma. You got businessmen, professionals. You can see what when you live, when you're a college town, there's a different kind of a different kind of guy up there. Would you be willing to go to school? Okay, let's come on in, ladies.
Would you be willing to go to school? Could you imagine women who came out from like from the worst situation? Think about it. This is like dudes be like, you know, we grew up from the project. I'm going number one in the draft. Okay. Grew up in the project. But now I got my 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 bachelor's in femininity. Cause you got like a wife draft. <laughs> a wife draft. Oh my god. AJ, what's up? If you want to become part of the focus group, I'm going to drop an email address to become part of the focus group. You mu- to become part of the focus group, you have to ha- you must be a professional woman with something to lose. What do I mean by a professional woman, gentlemen, it is my personal opinion: only date women, only deal with women who have something to lose. Because women who have something to lose don't rush to social media when stuff goes awry. She didn't have something to lose. Get out of here. I see you, uh, Brandy, and I see you, Miss Davis. We're coming to you guys. Unmute yourself, ladies. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. How old are you? All right. So, 34 years old. I Are you married or are you single? All right. What do you got for me? Um, I'm married to a high value man, top 10% earner, and they definitely are looking for feminine women. Um, you do need to know your place. And a lot of women, I'm watching your show and a lot of women want to be in this predicament, but they don't know the work that comes with it because it's an entire role. And I just maybe wanted to give my two cents if you maybe wanted to ask any questions pertaining to it. But well, you say the work that comes, the work that goes into it. What do you What do you mean? Um, so I definitely have to maintain um, my figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I we've had three kids so far. The fourth one is on the way. Congratulations! I am, thank you. I'm five one. I stay between 105 and 110 pounds, um, and my household is my job. Um, my husband doesn't lift a finger. He doesn't ask me a question. If we want to do family things, it's all planned through me. Um, his work is his life. Um, and my job is to, is to align myself in that to make everything easy for him. Something you speak about is being feminine, beautiful, and inspirational. That girl-like that girl-like freedom that you have when you're younger is what a man is looking for. Mm-hmm. He wants you to be free and lively and look at things in such a manner that he just wants to smile and laugh with you because mm-hmm. you guys, um, the men that I'm around because of my husband are so focused and goal oriented. They live through us. They can't experience the same things the way we do. So us being inspirational and giving light to things that they don't notice um, and having new information that's pertinent to their positions because we're listening in here and there. Um, mm-hmm. That shows we really care about them. Mm-hmm. Um, something you spoke to before was also um, affectionate and and being proud of your man and knowing your role and your place. 
And um, I'm always proud of him. And that's something we speak on. And I never put my husband down in any manner. And I think a lot of women notice that and they notice my lifestyle. Um, and all the things that women think come with having a high value man is true. We do have a nanny. We do have someone that comes in and clean our home. But none of that should be taken for granted. Men that are high earners are high earners for a reason. So you don't see them. So mm -hmm. your role is a full-time role. Mm -hmm. I just put up on the screen that the mindset and, and then when I mentioned naturally nurturing that, that carefree, loving, light, easygoing nature is what it rejuvenates a lot of men because we are competitive so much. And it yeah. is that girlish lightness that, reminds us uh, that, that kind of rejuvenates our masculinity. And a lot of women think that don't seem to get it and they come at it with the hardness. And it was like, well, if I can do this, I might as well do this with a man. Doesn't work that yes. way. That is how men feel about it. If you're going to stand that way, you're in my way. They go, I would rather be with a man if I'm going to be with this kind of person. Because we can't fight you the same way. Because because when you because when it comes right down to it, it, it elicits, it's like almost like when you when you smile at a canine or a dog, uh, it's they think of it as burying your fangs and women can get in there and argue with us. But we can't we can't go back and forth. But I appreciate it, ma'am. I'm going to let I'm going to let somebody else join on in here. Uh, sure, ladies, thank you so much. Congratulations, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, that woman, had, I mean, y'all can listen to what she had to say. That's why I put it up. There. I didn't even interrupt. Her. I just put the mindset up there. Ladies. Men who are achievers want women who are amuse. That lightness. There is, and this is so many women. You say, "Well, I want a man who's intellectual, and we can go back and forth on." It's like that's not what we want. It's not that we don't want women who have the intellectual capability, and to be able to do that from time to time. But the problem is you ladies don't, a lot of women don't seem to know when to turn it off. Y'all want to almost debate us and this and that. It's like, well, damn, that's not what I have you for. Um, you need to get on camera. Um, if, if you don't want to be on YouTube, you can request not to be on YouTube. But before I open your microphone, I must see you. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Hello, Miss Jones. Uh, Nicole, I'm going to unmute you. Hi. Hello. How are you? Okay. I see all of you. Nicole, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Do you do you want to be on camera? Yes. Or no? Okay, so how old are you? All right, so uh, single, married, what? All right, so what what do we got here? What what's what what do you find what do you find intriguing? What do you find intriguing?
Mm -hmm. Well, okay. You said you're single, no children, never be married. All right. Um, what do you want or what did you, what have you, what is it that you've ever wanted with a man in your life? Okay. Did you go to college? All right, what do you do for a what do you do for a living? Okay. Uh as an associate? Um so You've been waiting for, you've been waiting for, you've been waiting in what? For, for purity, you say? Are you, are you saying you're a virgin? Okay. How long has that been? How long has that been? Mm -hmm. How long ago was that? Okay, so your personal convictions, because I'm I'm a, I was I was a Christian since five years old. Uh, how do you plan on handling your elder years, fifty five, sixty five to eighty five? Because you won't have a because because there's a point you won't have a husband, you won't have a family or children. You'll be too old to really work to, to make significant income. Then what? When, when, how long, when did you become a Christian? So I can tell you, man, I'm hearing things that make no sense to me. How can you want to be married and you're a Christian? Where's the husband? Where's Adam, Eve? Because oh, what I hear, what I, I'm going to be honest, what I hear a lot of times is women using God and Christianity as an excuse for their fear and why they didn't get out of here. There's no way you're supposed to be single. And you're saying, I'm not having sex prior to marriage. What, but how have you, book? have you had any therapy? Because this isn't normal, man. It's simply not normal. That's not even, this is not even normal human behavior. You can't tell me my, my first commandment 
in the Garden of Eden was to be what? Fruitful and multiply. Okay, so now you're 43, so that's pretty much a wrap. Ma'am, I don't care about what, now this is why I'm gonna be honest. You're not Sarah. Think you have to go that far. You think it's possible, ma'am? You work in retail. You're not Abraham. This is Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar. Why don't you just do it? Why okay, so so what if it's if it's possible, can you afford because Wednesday I'm gonna be talking about this IVF stuff. Can you afford twelve thousand dollars to twelve to twenty-five thousand dollars per IVF treatment? I, I, well, I said, being a kid is over at the rap. You said, well, you think so? So uh, you, you made the statement like. You don't even want to be, you, you're not thinking you want to be married? Why? Why do you want to be married? That's not a. That's not what a husband's job is, Christian. That's not what a husband's job is. God, now look, Christian. Hey, Christian. That's not what a husband's job is. You're not coming in with this. No, you got the right one. You. That's not what a husband's job is, Christian woman. Was was Eve? Was Adam Eve's friend? That's not his job now, is it? Look, was Adam Eve's friend, helpmate. That means she had a job to do. She's supposed to help him tend to the garden. And what use, and see, I'm trying to get you to understand this. You, you said you this position because you've this religious reason, but you're not living that religion. This is, this is Christian, this is Christian feminism. And you're using God, women like you use God as a reason to mask your dysfunction. Dysfunction, inability to function. There's no reason that you should be 43 years old talking about you want to be married. Cool, you want to be married. I got a real hardcore question for you. Solid question. Reasonable though, reasonable, not a diss, but a reasonable question, okay? What value is a 43-year-old woman to a man in marriage. Well, well, you should, though, because you say you want to be married. Cool, but you need a man. And what value and what and the reasons that men typically marry is for legacy, offspring. Biologically, your our creator made you more valuable for that 20 years ago. Within a certain amount of years, you will hit the change to where it won't be possible. They will require 
immaculate conception or divine intervention, then at that point, what value is it to a man to marry a woman who cannot carry his child? Okay, that's fine. But what, what, what I'm trying to get you to understand is your as a woman, your value diminishes the more things you take off the table. When was your last relationship? I don't know. What, the, what was your last relationship, though? I don't know what that means, ma'am. Uh -huh. How long did that last? Ma'am, if I asked you a question, if I asked you a question, if I asked you a question, it's 43 years old. Do, Chronologically, that's your age, but from a relationship maturity standpoint, do you feel like a 43-year-old woman? How old do you, if you, had to, if you had to say what your relational age would be, how old do you think you would be? What age range? You're in your teens. You're in your teens. You're in your teens. You sound... Ma'am, I talk to women for a living. You're talking like a, a, a young lady, a teenage girl. If I didn't know you were 43 and I just had to read the transcript, you sound like a teenage girl. And you've been living, you haven't had a relationship, you're not sexually active. You say this is for religious reasons, but if that's the case, then at 43, this ain't, this ain't God's plan. This is your plan. You've had to actively make yourself unavailable. You have had to actively make yourself unavailable. Now the milk is spoiled. Now you are to the point where you, you're talking about that. Yes, you're 43. Uh, your eggs are dead, dying. It's not funny. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to get through to women like you recognize that y'all don't have time, man. Men marry for a reason. You're talking about you don't mind being a, but okay, you don't mind, but you don't even have any practice in being a, a stepmother. You ain't even been a girlfriend. But it's not religion, man. But it's not religion. It's not God. It's not your spiritual beliefs. You're afraid of relationships for what? Well, you, what is your father? What is, is your father still alive? Okay. Okay. 
Okay, well, here's the re- let me let me skip to the end. Let's skip to the end. Skip to the plot, man. Get to the end. Here's the reality. You don't you don't make enough money to be alone. You work retail. You you're gonna die on the streets. Let me just skip to the plot. If a man was in your position with a high school diploma working retail, he would have to have a family to be able to survive. You need a, but you. That's the, that's the bottom line. You're starting to see more and more and more women turning out homeless, especially black women, because y'all have not learned how to work with a man. The best years are behind you. Your, your prime years, you're in the later years. At 43, you may still look at yourself in the mirror and say, I still look good for 43, but you're 43. When I say the milk is spoiled, that offends you, but it's not, it shouldn't be offensive, ma'am. Menopause. It's not offensive, it's natural. But because women have not prioritized relationship until later in life, if at all, and they're not making the kind of money that they need to make to be independent and single, y'all are in a, in a trick bag. And there's no nice talking that's gonna get you out of it. You work in retail, are you in management? No. So if you get fired from your retail job or you lose your job, you I mean, I mean, you know, retail is in detail is a detail span. Corona slowed it down, but retail has been going out. I'm an image consultant, so I understand the nature of retail. Neiman Marcus was about to go bankrupt before coronavirus. How are you going to live? Work at home today. What about 65? And why I'm doing this, and it seems like it's kind of harsh because the world has just let, the world is, the world is okay. It's, it's taken women like you and said, you know what? We'll use you. We'll tell you to be independent and we'll let you sit in church, pay your tithes, let you work in retail, make us money. And we'll take your prime years. And then when you're too old to marry and no longer useful to the company or we extracted all of our value out of you and we no longer want you, we want the 25-year-old version of you, we put you out to pasture. Then you look around and you you can't get a job because you haven't been preparing for the next step. And, and it's hitting our community more than anything else because there is no way you should be single at 40-something years old. Our grandparents weren't. And the people before us were not. And until we start having these conversations and you ladies start accepting the hardcore reality that you need a man. It's not an option. You need a man. to. You like need a man today. What's the holdup? I'm saying you need a man today financially. Unless you're going to go get a woman. Then what's the, what's the, okay, but not, a, if, okay, so if saying you need a man, you need another income for security. You need, you know, what state are you in, California? 
Arizona. You need a, you need another income and a half. And is this a, and my question to you is this a is this what kind of drew you to my content? This conversation that obviously you haven't had. And that's what I think is sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, how tall are you? How tall are you? Okay. You have to go out of your way to be uh, in your situation. That's why I say actively, it's, this is a choice. You're 5'11", almost six feet tall, and then saying, I'm not sexually active. That puts, you have, so you can't be inconspicuous. You have a certain look. You have a model's height. So you've had opportunity. You might as well have been five foot tall and 400 pounds and ugly. That's nothing. I'm not joking. You might as well have been five foot, 400 pounds and ugly for your outcomes because your outcomes are what? You've not used any of it. You've actively avoided relationship to whose benefit? Mm-hmm. But what did you do? But you didn't want to marry him for what reason? Well, okay, well, okay, man, but you had sex. I don't care. You got sex, okay? How long are y'all, how long are y'all together? So he wanted he wants sex before marriage and you had sex. He wanted to marry you. Did he propose? Who ended the relationship? Thank you. Case closed. Die alone, man. Yes. Six years ago, you had a six years ago at 37. You had somebody willing to put up with this shit. A 37-year-old virgin, born again. Uh, because it, your outcome is shit. Your outcome is shit. Your outcome is shit. Your outcome is shit. 37 years old, born again virgin, and someone had to put up with that. And you still decided to have sex at least one time, and you ended it. That's bullshit. And if you had people who loved you, somebody would have checked you on this shit a long time ago and told you, what are you holding out for, chick? What are you holding out for? You holding, you holding, you holding this coochie for what? What are you holding it for? A man who wants to marry you, you had a dude that wanted to marry you. 
modern women are unfit for men. That's why I say this is why I don't date women. My, this is why I don't date women my age. They put they they overcomplicate shit too much, man. I don't care what it is. You're a high school graduate and work in retail. What kind of social leverage do you think you have? It's time. It was time for you to get off the fucking dating field twenty years ago. You sitting like you sit, we're sitting here talking like you got lots of long options. It's like somebody to put up with this shit. It is shit. If I ran into you at thirty-seven years old, and you told me, "Oh, I'm a born again virgin. I wait until marriage." I say, "Good luck with that. Bye." I'm not going to marry you. I wouldn't wait for you. No, you're single because you're because you you're single because you're jacked up. It's not the men, it's you. You have had more than a few you have had more than a few suitable men into your life and try to get with you. But something is off here, ma'am. And that's okay, but you can't make it the men's problem. You can't say, well, it's my spiritual beliefs. If your spiritual beliefs, then why did you fuck them the first time? God wasn't looking that day. See, it's always our fault, no matter what. When they make, when they run their lives into ditches, and you're looking up and you're 60 years old and you remember this phone call, it's always our fault. Man, you have had plenty of opportunities. I said men's fault, men's fault. And this is why I say at the end of the day, independence, equality, the feminism movement is giving women the opportunity to fail. Ma'am. If you were a man in the same position, working retail, 43 years old, what would they call you? No plans for the future, no no real steadiness. Life is about people and relationships, ma'am. And your relationship with God is one thing, but... God did not tell us to not be fruitful and multiply. We're supposed to be together. You have actively done this. That's why I asked, have you had therapy? Because something's off. And at the end of the day, ma'am, you're 43. You got less years in front of you than behind you. You're supposed to be teaching younger women how to do this stuff. And this is why I say it. When I sit down with women, y'all got to stop listening to women in their late 30s and 40s because they are they are just confused as hell. And they're out here actively trying to date the same men that you're dating. My show is the first represents the first real time where women had to actually sit down and listen to the reality of what's going on. And I ask, what are you waiting for? Mr. Wright? Okay, well, we're, we're, but see, that's not what you're supposed to choose. You're supposed to just pick a suitable man. That's why I cannot go with you from this worldly perspective. You're a worldly Christian. 
That's why I interrogate. Ma'am, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, 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 I do know you. I do know you. I certainly do know you. I got about eight broadcasts on Christian feminists. I do know you. Short haircut and all. Yep, I grew up with you. I grew up in the Bible Belt. I know what y'all look like, taste like, smell like, move like. I know everything about you. You don't get to be this way and it's God's plan. You've had to actively take yourself out of consideration. Whatever your reasons are, you still actively took yourself out of consideration. You do not prioritize relationship. Okay. But you, unlike many other women, have had more options. Six feet tall, model, height. Come on, ma'am. Saying about God, and ain't nothing. Where is Mr. Right in the King James Bible? The New Living Version. Where is the Christian? Where is Mr. Right anywhere in the text? Anywhere? Old Testament, New Testament. Which which chapter? Which verse? It's in Proverbs, Psalms, Matthew, Mark. What what? Revelations. Mr. Wright, this thing you're waiting for, Mr. Wright, where is he? Where is the text referring to? Wait for Mr. Wright. When you sit down with your pastor and the people in church and interrogate what you believe about relationships, what do y'all talk about? When you go to singles ministry and say, I'm sitting 43 and single and I want to get married. What happens when you sit down with your pastor, the singles ministry or the women's ministry? And you talk about your beliefs and how they line up with what God wants when you're in your life and what's going on in the world in the church. What do they say? Well, then why? Thank you. This is why I say I don't listen to women who proclaim Christianity because they don't move like Christians. You guys go back and look in any of my any of my videos when I listen to these Christian women say this and that. I ask the same questions: Who's headship? Who's leadership? And you're moving on your own. You're not under your pastor. You're not under a ministry. You're not under anything. You're doing this on your own. And putting it off on our God, that ain't what he told us, now is it? There is no but, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you're planted in the church, but if, you're, if you want Mr. Right or a Christian man, you're not in a church that facilitates marriage between singles. You're not asking your pastor. You're not, I asked you, who are, who's in charge of this process? You? Thank you. Yeah. I'll upload the rest of it, guys. I have it on Zoom. Who's in charge of this process? Yeah. 
I guess I'd have to say that I've been in charge of the process. Right. So, and that's why I said you're in charge of the process. So how can you be waiting for Mr. Right and say you're, you're putting this off on born again virgin or whatever when you're in charge of this? This is why I'm going to interrogate Sierra's prayer. This is going to, okay, so you guys didn't hear part of this. I'm going to upload this when I talk about Sierra's prayer in a standalone video because this happens too often in our community. When women just sit around, oh, I'm going to be a born-again virgin. Okay. But where's the, where's the husband that's supposed to come along with your virgin, your born-again virgin status? Where's the, where's the relationship? Where's that at? Where's the yeah. relationship? Yeah. So in order for relationships to happen, you, we have to choose to make them happen. Uh, Oftentimes, when women do what you're doing, y'all do this out of fear. But do you feel safe? Um, safe by myself, or like? Safe? Yeah. Do you feel like you? Do you feel secure in life? Alone, working retail. Yeah. If 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 I really think about it, I am okay. Um. I do have family. I have family here. My godparents are here and I'm with them a lot. I'm with my sisters a lot. Um, you're, okay. You're okay. Your godparents, but when they transition on. Mm -hmm. You're safe because mankind has civilized the world and you have police, fire, and emergency. But are you secure in this world? Meaning if you got ill, a life-threatening illness, do you feel secure then? Do you have good insurance? Yes, I do. Good health insurance? I, I actually work for one of the top tech companies. So, I yeah, I do. You said retail. Mm-hmm. So you could survive a cancer diagnosis financially? Yes. On retail? Yeah. Okay. I believe you. You have great benefits. Mm -hmm. You don't or you do? I'll just say I believe you. Do, you. do you own your own home? I don't. Are you in an apartment? I am in a house. I am uh, renting. Mm -hmm. Do you know what your medical deductible is? Like for the year or like every time I go to the doctor? I don't go to the doctor. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm, well, I'm a cancer healthy. survivor, ma'am. I'm a cancer survivor and I'm, I'm yeah. I, I just don't know. I work retail. I just don't know many retail people who have great medical benefits. I'm sorry. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I just don't uh, know. The, the company provides a lot of resources. Five hundred thousand so, dollars yeah. worth of five hundred thousand dollar medical bill, major surgery, chemotherapy. No, ma'am, not retail. 
No. Well, okay. So I don't know about that, but I know. I know. I and that's why I'm saying the fact, my, my point is you don't know and you have to because you have what I would consider to be false security. Your godparents, they're older than you. Your sisters, are your sisters married? Do they have kids? Um, my little brother just got married. Uh, no. <laughs> I am actually the oldest. Uh-huh. So, are you earning more than six uh, figures annually? I'm sorry? Are you earning more than $100,000 annually? No. 70000 No. 50000 Yes. 60000 Arizona, Tucson, Scottsdale. Uh, yeah, that area. You're broke. Paycheck to paycheck. $60,000 Tucson, Scottsdale, where the cost of living is about 130% of the national average. $60,000 is every bit of $45,000 in Houston or Dallas. It's paycheck to paycheck. It's paycheck to paycheck. No savings. Now, unless you get some sort of inheritance or whatever, it's not it's not living money. Mm-hmm. How much money do you think you'd need to survive between 65 and 85? That's almost two million dollars cash. Mm-hmm. You can't save that. You have to invest your way to that. Yeah. And women feel secure because no one's trying to boop them in the head and take their sandwiches. So my point is this, relationships, especially, I'm pushing harder because you said you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't understand how this lines up with us as Christians. You're supposed to be in a relationship. That's a woman's purpose on the planet. Is it not? In our faith tradition, what is her? What is your purpose? Honestly, to, to I mean, yes, there is to be in a relationship, but like, uh-huh. I also believe that, like, like serving and loving God. I feel like. Uh-huh. You kind of have given me, like you kind of just blanketed me because of the things that I've shared in regard to. I blanketed you because you said like you're a Christian woman. Yeah. You're, yeah. And whose headship are you under? I am an, I, I do go to church. I do. Whose serve. leadership, headship, headship. Are you talking about like relationship or like headship. If, if you were raised in a, in a in Christian tradition you're supposed to go from your father's house to your husband's house in the interim it's acceptable I still to be, submit to my godparents hold on in the interim under your pastor's headship yeah. but you're out here on your own making up your own Christian rules 
This is modern Christian feminism because I have a heart for Jesus. That's why I'm going to break apart Sierra's prayer because so many women believe I got a relationship with God by myself. But yeah, but where's the vertical relationship? Who's leading you? Who are you? Who's, who are you? Who are you submitting to? Who's guiding you? There, I do. I have pastor, and then I have my godparents, and then I have. When my, you said your pastor, your pastor is male or female? Uh, he's male, but he's married, and his wife is female. Okay, how often do you? How often do you meet with your pastor? Like to have a sit down conversation or just kind of like a. You said you, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, you said, I'm asking how you meet your pastor. Well, like to meet and like talk to them about things. I hardly ever. Mm -hmm. So you said you're under the leadership of your pastor, but a man, how are you going to be under the leadership and you don't talk to him? Because I'm going to ask you the next question. You're a 43 year old single woman who. You haven't even talked to your pastor about it. Mm-hmm. You're not special. You're just another Christian feminist. How can I dissect this stuff? How can I know three steps down the line what questions to ask you? Because this is what's infected the church. In one breath, you say, I, I'm, not, I'm under the headship of my pastor. When did you meet him? I don't talk to him. What? So I do. Uh, there are a few pastors in the church. There is one head pastor. And I, I, I talk to one of the pastors pretty much every time I serve, which is a few times a month. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, I have accountability in my life, if that's what you mean. No, I'm asking you, where's the relational accountability? Who's helping you dis- Who's helping you sort out the relationships with a man? See, the fact that I'm even having to explain this to you as a Christian woman is kind of is, is very disconcerting. So women are just supposed to be just floating through, through the village, individual by themselves, just making olive oil and bread and living in their own hut, right? Just, just have a, got a heart for Jesus, heart for God. We're supposed to be in Bethlehem, just doing our thing. Yeah, you were supposed to. There's where the single, where the single, where the single women live in those days, huh? They're usually cared. I mean, in those days, they. Oh, they're usually <laughs> yeah, cared where they live? for by the where church. They live? Huh? Where they live? The whorehouse. They lived in the whorehouse. Yes, because you were in your father's house. You were in your father's house or your husband's house. Women didn't just live by themselves. You had single women, unattended women. They were in a whorehouse or on the street. And at least, and the women that were on the street, the widows, they could at least go to the church. Women aren't supposed to be unattended. 
You're supposed to have men in your life. This is what I'm saying. No matter how you come at this, I take it back to what you said was the most the guy in your life, your religious beliefs. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is bullshit. You're living a faith lie. And I see it all the time. Not supposed to talk about it, but man, when I ask women in your position or men in your position, are you in a church that facilitates single marriage? No, then you need a new church. And I want to go back to the audience. Shoes on my feet, I bought them. Car I'm driving, I bought it. Rock I'm rocking, I bought it. It's only because they make money that they feel like they're independent. That's what this long conversation is to show. The reason so many pastors don't like me is because I point out the fact that they're not helping their single female parishioners couple. Do you tie? I do. About <laughs> goddamn right you do. 10%? Yep. Yeah, of course you do. Why? What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. What percentage of the what percentage of the, of the church is single men these days? think there's a lot okay it would be it would be mm, you were right on the fear part and thank you five thousand dollars five thousand dollars or more than 50 less than 60 that's five to six thousand dollars a year women Single women are a cash cow for the church. Cash cow. That's why male membership in churches decreased by about 40%. Why, do you, why would you got single women lined up in church religiously pumping in four, $500 a month per head Ask a woman if she's going to spend four or $500 on a man, she tell you no, but she's going to put that in the offering plate for Jesus. Ain't following the pastor, ain't really trying to find her husband. I'm just going to wait for Mr. Wright. And they're like, 5000 5000 I want you to think about sitting on a church aisle. Go to your, lo- I-, I used to sit around church, I'm like, this whole pew is full. Boom, 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 boom. 20, 30 women. 20, 30 women, $500 a head. Man. At fifteen thousand dollars per pew, ten pews deep—that's a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. The only people married at church—the pastor, the old people—the biggest part of the young couples. Mm-hmm. But okay, yeah. Are they the majority of the church? Is the majority of the church married? From what I've, what I've realized, yeah, there are a lot of married people okay. in the church. 
And what is the singles ministry like? I honestly, I don't know. You can't make this shit up, people. You couldn't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up, people. You cannot make it up. Mm-hmm. Can't make it up. I mean, you've been a good sport, man, but you got to understand that you are in a relationship with yourself and, and you say with God, but this ain't what God mm-hmm. has told us to do. Mm-hmm. You're in a church with other married people. Where's your man? Yeah. You're not making enough to live on your own. And when you when your body breaks down like we all do. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be good. We don't make enough money to be single. So I hope whether you like the conversation or not, you can at least understand that this is a there's a there's a religious component. There's also mm-hmm. a practical component. You don't make enough money to be like this. And that's why my show is effective, man, because I ask questions that people aren't willing to ask. Um, Not to just be a dick, but because I don't want to say it because I don't want I'm already probably in enough deep water. You guys want to hear the first part of this? I'll go to Zoom and I'll clip the first part and upload it, upload it as a standalone video. No, ma'am, you're okay. Everything's okay, but I want to get some other folks in here too. Um, because this is when I did that first broadcast on Christian feminism and a lot of folks got mad at me. A lot of churchmen. This is why one of them pastors came after me insulting women carrying on right I know huh yeah unmute yourself precious oh you gotta be on camera for me to unmute you precious go ahead and unmute hello hello how old are you well I just 28 Okay, that means a little delay. Uh, all right, uh, unmute yourself, Kelsey. Kelsey? Hey, Kelsey. How are you? How old are you? All right, and we're going to unmute you, LM, LM. 26, 28. How old are you, ma'am? 34. All right, so don't, don't mute yourself. Don't mute yourself, Kelsey. All right, so 34-year-old. Are you single, married, what? Married, divorced. Cassie, are you single or married? Uh, Precious, single or married? What? Okay, you got to speak up. You got a little voice. All right, so what do we have? Who has a question? Because we're talking about femininity being in short supply. Yeah, I know uh, 26, 28, 34, I should start the school for femininity. <laughs> Would you attend? Would you attend, Kessie? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Precious, um, would you attend? Yes. Why not? Would you pay two thousand? How much would you pay for it? Though is the question. Yes, I would. Okay, I'm just asking. Um, <laughs> my question is why aren't why aren't women learning this stuff at home? That is a good question. Huh? I am learning at home. At 28? I mean, I I was brought up like that. But you're still single? Yes, because uh, I think uh, think I'm a little bit um, in my head uh, because... The guys that I meet have like, you know, there's certain things about them I don't I don't like. So I kind of earned end the relationship early. You in the relationship? Early because you know, sometimes but, but I want you to understand that. if you were okay, Drugs. did you watch me from did you watch this from the beginning? Yes. Oh, not from the beginning, no, not from the beginning. Do you understand that femininity doesn't end relationships? I mean, yes, but sometimes. No, no, there's no but. There is no but. No, no, no. You said the guys, not one man. Well, because the people I I hang around with, some of them use weed, and I don't uh-huh. really like it. Right. I want you guys to understand. The women really, most of them believe they're feminine. But I want you just to interrogate the actions. Femininity doesn't end relationships. Femininity doesn't find itself with picking the wrong man at every time. You're 28. That doesn't even make any sense. Yes. It doesn't. You said this is how you were raised. Okay. So you haven't ran across any suitable you haven't ran across any suitable men. I I have, but um I mean, I have been listening to your shows, you know, and you talked about uh, people with kids and people um, and people that aren't serious, aren't you, ready to settle down. Do you have children? No, I don't. So at 28 years old, you've never run into one suitable man? In college, yes, I have. That's what okay. I'm saying. Um, I'm, I'm trying to... Um, I'm trying to find someone that is, that isn't like you know in their twenties. Well, let me tell you something. How I'm just going to say to the audience, you know, it's amazing to me that our non-black counterparts can seem to find each other in college and don't have these same restrictions. That I, so many. I'm sorry, ma'am. I hear too many black women always talking about what's wrong with the men. Then in college, look, you're 28. It doesn't make sense. I could I could go down the path, but it's not computing, man. It's not computing. Okay. It's, I mean, it's not computing. I, mean, I understand. Is it computing for the audience? I mean, I'm guessing, is I'm, it computing? I'm, go ahead. Um, um, I understand. It's just because um, I mean, I I don't when I'm when I am dating, I don't really discriminate. Um, I'm really open to all ethnicities. And I'm, I'm just saying that sometimes, um, you know, 
I, I find myself meeting people that are trying to go to grad school or people that have, <sighs> Kevin, uh, I'm so scared right now. Um, so I, uh, I just, I, I, I thought I could handle, you know, the weed thing because I really, I grew up in like a Christian family. So, and I really don't want to have to, I, I've been, you know, supportive, and I would say, you know, do I you want to stop this? Do you see yourself stopping, you know, um, smoking and all? But you know, what are you talking was, about? Like, I, I don't, I don't really like um, people that you sound, smoke. you sound very, you sound every bit of neurotic, ma'am. Neurotic. Yes. Do you not see the other people on the panel looking at you like, what are you talking about? Okay. Well. Help me out. I don't. I don't know. Therapy. Therapy. I, therapy. 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 <laughs> oh, you beyond. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was offensive. No. Oh, no excuse no, me. I'm, I'm sorry. I. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me. Let me go ahead no. and tune it back. Everything you're doing is okay. You're just fine. It's the men <laughs> always. <laughs> the arrogance of women today is. Fucking astounding. It is. Astounding. Um, um, do you do you have any questions for me? Why would I ask somebody who don't know what the hell's going on in a question? I mean, I I do have um sorry, I'm scared. I do have um <laughs> uh I, I do have so, uh Ma'am, 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 you in relationships, okay, that's fine. But I'm saying that I don't, I'm not hearing a woman that's ready for a relationship. No, I'm ready for marriage, actually. Oh, no, you're not. Yes. Oh, hell no, you're not. Oh, my God, no. Don't do it, brother. Whoever you are, run, 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 run. Run, bitch, run. Run away! He's not a brother. He's a... Well, whoever you are, run. No, <laughs> absolutely not. My God. And see, the thing is, if this were a man doing this right here, women would be like, who the heck is he to say he's ready? Man, no. It's the men, it's the men, it's the men. Okay, well, all right, you got it. It's the men. It's always the men. It's okay. it's not. It's not, sweetheart. It's not the men. It's not the men. Twenty eight. You were raised to be this way, feminine, uh, such and so forth. But uh, your actions don't support what you're saying. You in relationships, and that's cool. But I think one of the bigger issues is that. Far too many women just aren't really honest or very self-aware. Y'all really think the problem's not in the mirror. But that's okay. The society has made it that way to where women can kind of get away with that. Hold on. I'm let, I'm let, go ahead and unmute yourself, Kenya. Men don't Hi. get to do that. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. How old are you? I'm 24. I turn 25 tomorrow. All right. So uh, talk about femininity. The level of femininity is laughable these days. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think in some people. What percentage of women? What percentage of women in the West are truly feminine? Oh, um, I would say maybe in the U.S. twenty-five to thirty, maybe. Okay, so when I say the the level of la- femininity is laughable, y'all say in some. When y'all say in some, it's almost it's like you're gonna say that it's almost fifty-fifty. When you just admitted that most women, even in your example. Like femininity. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't say 50-50. I'm just saying, why do y'all, I'm just someone, it's like, men are always baffled why women say some. Why don't y'all just say, yeah, we lack femininity? Well, I think that women don't say we because the portion that doesn't fit into that we, but then also, I guess, generalizations. Yeah, what's wrong with generalizations if they're generally true? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. I... Women don't tend to want to make generalizations. Here's one thing I realize is women don't like calling each other out. And they don't want to. Women, women are more, women prefer not to just say something that's going to make women look bad. But here's a question. Do you have any kids? No. Do you want to be married one day? Yes. Uh, would you say you were raised to be a, a feminine woman, a feminine woman? Mm, no. Okay. Do you want to marry a masculine man? Yes. And how do you expect to get that? Um. <clears throat> so, um, I even though I wasn't raised by or to be a feminine woman, I wouldn't say per se. Um, I've definitely seen it in other ways, and um, I also went to therapy, and from mm-hmm. that, I kind of learned that since I was raised in like not so feminine environment, I'm going to say I kind of rejected it. And mm-hmm. I, I like, I would say I ran do away you, from more. So do I you curse? I, do you curse? Um, Sometimes. Do you say, do you say the F word? Not often. Like maybe if I stub my toe or something, but not okay. often. All right. just, I mean, just, so you went to therapy and you, do you think therapy has helped you with your femininity? Um, yeah, I think it's helped me work through issues that uh, hmm. was interfering with that, I would say. Okay. Um, any tattoos? Uh, yeah, I got two. Okay. Um, if you had to say your voice, would you say your voice is more masculine or more feminine? I, I know my voice is more masculine. Okay. Do you wear dresses often? Um, yes. How many days a week? Out of seven day week, how often are you wearing dresses? I would say four. I work from home, so I wear a lot of okay. like, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I would say, so I asked a question earlier. Would you go to, would you go to school to get an associate's in femininity, a two-year program minimum? Yes. Would you pay for it? Yes. If it costs like, let's see, how much would it cost? Let's see, five thousand dollars. If it costs twenty thousand dollars, you pay. <laughs> I want. I'm gonna start put a number to this because I think it's funny that I think it's gonna require more. It's gonna require more than therapy. It's gonna require actually being around feminine women. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I, I'm not getting femininity from you. I'm just not. Uh, 
And, I, and it could be because you're nervous or whatever. And, and the way women learn to become feminine is you have to actually be taught. One-to-one teaching. You have, to, you have to see it. Then you have to admire it and want to be that. Um, did any of you on the panel growing up, did any of you on the panel get a chance to be a girl when you grow up? Like a little princess. Daddy's little princess. I was a princess, but I mean, it wasn't daddy's little princess, but I definitely was like a girl. Were you raised with your mom and dad? No, I was just raised with my mom. So how'd you get to be a princess with your mama? Because, um, I mean, I got everything I wanted as a child. You know? That don't mean you're a princess. That just means you're unsupervised. Well, no, not unsupervised. I mean, like, I got good grades, so I worked hard. So she... No, as a little girl, as a little girl... Did you do girly things like Easy Bake Ovens and Barbie dolls and princess birthday parties and Girl Scouts? Yeah, um, I used to put my Barbie dolls here all the time. I did Easy Bake Ovens, um, okay. all that. So, okay, let's go with it. If I asked your boyfriends or the men you've dated, would they tell me you're a very girly girl? Um, the my boyfriend now, I think he would say I'm girly, not very girly, but... Okay, yeah, well, then that's like, the problem. See, those two things don't line up. Today, women call themselves feminine, but when men are talking about feminine, it's the girly girl. It's the softness. It's the voice. It's all of that. Well, I think he would say I'm soft, but not like the girly. I, I don't hear no, I don't hear not a one bit of softness in you, man. I can't control what I sound like. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Actually, you can. Even if you have a deeper register, you can still change the the way you communicate, the tone, the tempo, the tenor. But the girly girl. And this is one thing that I'm going to also say, guys, a lot of women didn't get a chance to be a little girl growing up. They had to become their mama's sister. They had to become their mother's sister. So, you know, but unfortunately, ladies, if you ladies want a masculine man, you're going to have to become a feminine woman. That's what it really comes down to. I appreciate you ladies coming on here. Nicole and Nicole sitting over in deep thought. She's sitting over in deep. That woman's six feet tall, man. She could have played for the WNBA or whatever. I'll upload the first part of it because I think it was important. But I'm beyond the point of saying why it is or why it is. That's not the reason for this channel. There's a reason. There's a why women. But I don't concern myself with the why here. When you come to an image consultant, the why is for the personal trainers and and for the physicians. And then over here, it's about outcomes. Over here, it's about men saying, you know what? I want to be more thorough. I want to have these kind of outcomes, and this is what we need to do. For women, you, men, you women want men who are provider males. You want masculine men. Well, masculinity requires femininity. And femininity is soothing, calming. I hear so many women today talk with themselves like, you know, hey, you're mm unacceptable 
That's what I'm saying. If you had a femininity, uh, 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 an associates in femininity, there'd be an image portion of it. There'd be a behavior portion of it. There'd also be a communication. And that would probably piss most of them off that they'd have to actually talk like girls. They have to talk in the upper register and they have to talk like this and talk like this with their head and go like that and do like this and do like that. Oh, I, can, I, that, I think that would, that, that would take a lot of modern women off because that, they would start to feel it after a while. Because I remember the first time <laughs> I was first on, on the yard and I would see the you know, white sorority girls and black sorority girls. Was, oh, that was just like Clash of the Titans. They used to clown them all the time. I'm like, yeah, but those girls are getting married. I'm going on for Associates in femininity. Associates of femininity. All right, guys, I'm going to upload the uh, first part of the interview, uh, and I'm going to break down the Sierra's prayer because I listened to it, and I'm like, where was Sierra's prayer before she had Future's baby? No, no disrespect to Sierra, no disrespect to Future, but what mo- what men want to know is where is this prayer before you make another um, a child with another man. Where is this prayer? Because the man that comes along is not getting the best. You may be better than you were. Uh, so we're going to get into all this. Because I know there's so many women talking about it. I'm trying to get my Russell. I'm trying to get my Russell. We got to talk about that. And because, you know, thank you. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Summer Walker and Ari Lennox. She put me in the album, so... I'm going to talk about it because it's not about having Sierra's prayer. I'm, I'm looking out for the next Russell. Why doesn't he get the childless version of Sierra? Why didn't he get the woman that didn't have to go through all the stuff that she's praying about? Men get tired of having to be your, your husband, your boyfriend, your protector, your provider, your therapist. Most women don't realize that y'all are burdensome. Like the one sister that came in and said, they don't understand that being a being a uh, being a high value man's woman, a wife is a is a responsibility. They want that lightness that comes along, and most women. If you if we're honest, man, most women today, you start talking to them, and if if you're a man, especially a black man, hit me up in the comment section in the, in the chat room, gentlemen. How often are you dealing with your lady friend, and she wants to talk to you about her problems, her problems with her mama, her problems with her family, her friends, her job? If you look at how much time, especially when you were a Beta, how much time you spent as a beta listening to a woman's fucking problems, and how much time is she spending listening to you? That was the difference with that high value woman who was married to the high value man, the woman in high demand. She she comes to solve problems. That woman comes with a listening ear, and she's looking to fill gaps. 
Most women, especially these doppelganger, these feminine chameleons, they will wear a dress, but listen to what they bring. They bring drama. If you take away the drama, I'm going to tell you, I've sat down and talked with women who I was interested in. And I'm like, let's cut all that bullshit out. And what's left? Ain't much left. Because their life is so chaotic. Because they're in survival mode. You can't be light and survival at the same time. When you're in survival mode, you're always on edge. Think about prey on the Serengeti. They sleep slightly on edge. This is why it's damn near impossible to have women over 30 who have the same level of lightness. This is what the femininity school is going to go to. It's going to help you go be, be feminine 24-7, 365, live in your femininity, live in your lightness, 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 light. And if you don't want to live in the light, hey. Execute order 66. Enjoy your enjoy your Sith upbringing. You know who did it to you. It's either the light or the dark. Which one you want? <laughs> All right, man. Until the next time, I'm out of here. Peace. We are gone. <laughs> That's crazy. I forgot. I forgot. I wanted to do something before we leave. I forgot. I wanted to do something. I forgot. I forgot. I got to do this before we leave. I got to do this before we leave. I got to do this before we leave. Sorry. I got to do this before we leave. but you got to have vision.